Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Protect yourself from identity theft and take complete control of your debit card with Secure Lock Equip from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Visit FABNT.com for details, member FDIC. Monday Morning Quarterback with Clint Sterner is brought to you by Motorsports Authority. With two great locations and hundreds of vehicles to choose from. Sterner, very confident. Going down the middle. Check them out or visit online at msastore.com. Play fake, Sterner steps out of trouble. Wow. Oh, wide open receiver. It's Cobb towards the end zone. Touchdown. All right, 1035. We welcome you back into the zone. Clint Sterner is on the branded moving and storage hotline. Hello, Mr. Sterner. How are you? Man, I'm doing I'm doing well, fellas. That's that's the first time I've had the uh, the, the little R and B slow jam talking about she's naked in my bed. Just just go straight into my my intro, man, with some Sterner to Lucas, and this guy's out there making plays. I like it. Yeah, man. I like the little twist you put. That's what causes. That's what I'm going through right now. I got a pregnant wife. That's what causes. Mm. That's it. Like that. Yes, Adam Levine's got a lot of women pregnant um, by proxy. I think yeah. so. That's happened before. I, I would, <laughs> I would imagine so. I like it, man. How you guys doing? We're good. We're good. Uh, Saints finally bounced back, broke their losing streak. Cowboys held on for a win, so I'm in a good mood. Wes is happy. Sorry, Christian. You know, either Wes or Christian was going to start the day a little disappointed. Washington made another good showing, though, but didn't quite get the job done. So a couple of things that happened going into the weekend, or I guess one going into a game, one going into the weekend. We had McCarthy making guarantees, and we had the Raiders dancing on the Chiefs logo before the game. What's a more unacceptable move, or what do you think is the worst move there, Clint? Well, I, I think the the end, if, if we're just talking about that one specific uh, moment, I, I think that the, the Raiders, knowing number one, they're as dysfunctional as there is a, a, an organization in the NFL outside of Houston and Jacksonville, and so number one, they have no business doing that anyway. Number two, you're you're you you have your the only weapons that you do have left on your football team were both injured. And number three, you're 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 dancing on the logo at midfield of the best franchise in football over the last four years, and so I, I think I, I gotta I gotta rank that one slightly above McCarthy and all the comments that came out of Dallas the week leading up to to Washington. But uh, boy, McCarthy and and uh, Jerry Jones, man, they they uh, they provided us with a little audio gold last week, didn't they? I mean, you don't mind though, right? I mean, and, and McCarthy's point was, look, I've, every game I go into, I feel like we're gonna win. But he did make it a point to say it in a little different way this time. I mean, I don't know if that's a good thing or not. I'm not sure what the upside is. And I also don't think there's that much downside. I don't think – I mean, Clint, you played. I mean, there are guys going, hey, this guy said they're going to beat us. I mean, does that really – in the locker room, are they really upset about that? Well, I mean, I'm sure uh, Rivera had a, had some kind of, uh, you know, some kind of coach speak that he wanted that he tried to use it with his team. But, no, you're right. I mean, it does, what McCarthy says is, is totally irrelevant. Now – you know, I, I do think that there was some some play late in the week on Jerry Jones, uh, you know, talking about how how uh, you know how outside of the state of Texas, the, the Cowboys' biggest fan base is in D.C. Mm-hmm. So, 
Um, <laughs> you know, I, I think I think there was some not that it impacted the game one way or the other, but I do think there was some 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 push there with Jerry and a little fun had in the media with Jerry there. Um, and I'm not real sure the DC the the, the DC folks appreciate it. I'm not real sure the Washington football team fans appreciate it. But uh, yeah, you're right. I mean, I don't think it impacted the, the game or the players at all. But it it sure is fun for us to uh, to go back and forth about. It sounded like a home game for the Cowboys a couple of times. I mean, it their crowd was so loud. In fact, the Cowboys broadcast the radio broadcast here on the Buzz. They uh they had security warning Christy Scales on the sidelines so that you know normally I think they average what they've been having like forty thousand forty five thousand fans at the game and it was a sellout and they they were throwing shirts into the stands it was Washington's shirts and she they right. told Christy be careful because the Cowboys fans are throwing the shirts back on to the field so be <laughs> careful about the shirts flying back onto the sideline but yeah it did it sounded like a Cowboys home game at times I I want you, your thoughts on Dak. Uh, because they showed a stat last night during the game, uh, the last now seven games, uh, his numbers compared to the first, uh, I guess, seven games, and it's night and day. I mean, he was in the conversation for player of the year MVP early on when the Cowboys got off to a great start. And since that calf injury, these last six, seven games, uh, Dak is just, he, he, there's something wrong. Can you see something, Clint? Is there something there that you've noticed? No, I, I don't think I don't think there's anything specific outside of just the wear and tear of a season, Wes. I, I just think that we've probably. I, mean, I think there's there's two or three things here, and you and I have talked at length about this. I, I think I think we probably may we make Dak Prescott because of the amazing numbers that he does put up from time to time. We put him in categories with guys um, that he just shouldn't be in the, in the same category with. I mean, statistically, he could, and whether he wins the game or enough games or not, he can be. But I'm just talking about passing the football. I mean, you know, we, when we look at his numbers and he goes on this one of these streaks and he wins a bunch of ball games, all of a sudden we're talking about MVP, rightfully so. But when you do those things, all of a sudden you start comparing him to Pat Mahomes and you start comparing him to Aaron Rodgers. And, and the fact of the matter is he's not that good. He's not His, his arm talent, his arm strength is, is not anywhere near what those guys do effortlessly. He's got to work a whole lot harder to do uh, some similar things that those guys do. Number two, we, we've said it from the jump, Wes. I, I just, it's not sustainable. What, what he does early in the season and throughout the season in, in, in different phases of the season, he, it, it's, it's unbelievable. It's amazing. But it's, it's not sustainable. I mean, it, it's, it, it, is, it is, I guess we can give some love and some props for being able to do that for a game or being able to do it for a month, but it's just not sustainable across the board um, for 17 weeks in, in – in a you know in, in the slate of an NFL season, and then you got to go win four, you got to go win games against four of the best teams in the in the league in order to get through to the Super Bowl. And and I just don't think I don't think that Dak is as good as we make him out to be. And again, I'm just talking about the ability to pass the football. And number two, I, I think when he does do crazy things, it's everybody thinks and expects it to be sustainable, and it's, and it's just flat ass not. I mean, that first game against Tampa Bay was unbelievable. And that, that's on any scale. It doesn't matter if it's Pat Mahomes or Aaron Rodgers or anybody. That game was unbelievable. All of a sudden, as fans, we set the standard in the bar there for Dak, and it's just it's not fair. I mean, he's not capable of sustaining it. I mean, hell, nobody is. He damn sure isn't. The team's not. The play caller's not. And it, it, so I think it's a combination of all of those things, Wes, that, that bring us to a point where Dak is probably overrated in the eyes of a fan base and and the evaluators and you know according to the stats 
No Pollard, and admittedly, Washington has an above-average defense, but the inability to run the football has got to be concerning, I would think, for Cowboys fans mm-hmm. for the potential to go deep in the playoffs. Yeah, I mean, I, I think that's a problem. I mean, they, they've got to get that right. I mean, they're just like everybody else, guys. They they got to they got to get everybody healthy, and I don't mean playing. I mean, I mean as healthy as they possibly can. Zeke's not healthy. Wes, you mentioned Dak's not healthy. Pollard's not healthy. I think they're still got a couple guys banged up on the offensive line. Um, they've got to get those guys healthy, and more importantly, or not more importantly, but hand in hand with it, is they've got to get them healthy, and they've got to get everybody on the field at the same time down the stretch here over the last month of the season so that they can get this offense to where it's hitting on all cylinders. Because right now, they're just not. They're going to be one and done in the playoffs, and it's going to be a disappointment once again unless they get, get some things rocking and rolling. But I, I'll still say this. Guess what happened yesterday, Wes? I think you probably know where I'm going with this. Up 13 points, six minutes or less left hmm. in the game. Four. What does Dak Prescott do? Four. Pick six. Mm-hmm. Pick Why six. in the world are you throwing a pass there? Why do you call a pass? And B, why is Dak throwing that? Second and seven, and 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 you and you you're throwing the football, and and your quarterback's taking a risk of throwing a pick six. I mean that that's that is just, that is more to me. All the other stuff they can win left handed. I think they'll get healthy. They'll they'll I, I think they'll call a decent game. The thing that scares me the most about the Cowboys is their 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 willingness to just abandon the run. And then they're just generally speaking, and then their willingness to to not play the percentages and play smart football down the stretch. I don't give a damn how good you are at the receiver position. I don't care how much somebody's overplaying the run. It is second and seven. There's under six minutes left in the ball game. You got a thirteen point lead. Under no circumstances should you be throwing that football. Well, and damn sure, and damn sure, under no circumstances should your quarterback. Be careless with the football. Well, that's my point. He's been in the league too long to make that play, right? You should be able to, Agreed. as a play caller, trust Dak not to make that throw at that point in his career, right? 100%. You're right. And we said this last week, right? The interception against New Orleans late, where he aggressively throws the ball into coverage. Okay, Kellen Moore, shame on you for calling it. You shouldn't have called it from the jump. But at what point are we going to hold Dak accountable in the sense of, hey, when a play like that comes in, you've got to, you've got to, one or two mm-hmm. things. You got to say you got to override it, overrule it, and run the football, or you got to call the play and check it down immediately. I mean, that, that's that's you got to you got to trust that Dak's going to be able to do those things. And we can we can push it off on Kellen Moore. And I think I think there's some play calling issues. Hell, since Romo was there and, and Romo was doing well, I throwing the ball three straight times from inside the six yard line on first and goal from the six is, is, is this crap that they've done, you know, for for years that pisses me off. But we can push it on Kellen Moore if we want to. Or we can look at Dak. Either way it goes, as Cowboy fans, we sit here and go, I, I can't trust you to go beat Green Bay like that. Mm-hmm. I can't trust you to beat Tampa like that. I mean, much less get to a Super Bowl. Talking to Clint Sterner on the Brandon Moving and Storage Hotline, brought to you by Motorsports Authority. We've got teams on, obviously, different directions and trajectories right now. The Packers, I love the way that they just teased the Bears last night. It's like, oh, this is fun. We'll give you guys a special team score. We'll make this interesting. And then we'll beat you 24-3 in the second half and just blow you out again. Uh, and then you also had, obviously, Kansas City on a roll right now. They're finding a way to win. And, and Mahomes' numbers are not overwhelming, and yet they are rolling like they did over the Chiefs yesterday. On the other side, the one that's even more confounding. Admittedly, the Bills lost to a good team yesterday, and it took overtime to do it. I don't understand what's going on with Buffalo. Have you seen enough of them to have an opinion on what's happening with them and what the big difference is from the first four or five weeks to what's what's happening now? 
I have, Justin, and, and I, I don't think it is. I, I picked them. This is exactly why I picked them. Last year, I picked San Francisco to fall off. Now, to be fair, to be fair, after their Super Bowl run, they fell off, and it was a lot to do with injury. But this year, my pick was Buffalo, and for, it was for one reason, and it's exactly what we're seeing. They depend and lean on Josh Allen for so much production, and a, a huge chunk of that production is off-script and off-schedule. Again, it's not sustainable. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it's crazy. If it, it's just like it's just like Lamar Jackson. It's the same thing in Baltimore, right? It's crazy that these guys can stay healthy. Unfortunately, right now, both of them are banged up. But it's crazy that these guys can, have stayed healthy as long as they have, and not because they can run the football, but it's because they do so much off-script. There's a huge difference from a health from a risk perspective. There's there's a huge difference in a called quarterback run, whether it's a power game or it's a read game. There's a big difference in from a risk standpoint in that call, and then the way that Josh Allen and Lamar Jackson are just running around like a chicken with their head cut off off script, and crazy things can happen. Now I watch Buffalo. To your point, Justin, I watch Buffalo make a run. Did they make a run to the AFC Championship game? They, did they, yeah. they lose the AFC Championship game? That's right. Okay, I made, I, made, I watched them make a run, and I watched probably seven games throughout that season. I watched all the playoff games. They beat uh, Indy, Indy in the playoffs, and I'm telling you. Little, I bet ninety percent of their production. They should have lost the ball game to Indy. That was Philip Rivers' old ass in Indy. They, they should have lost that ball game. <laughs> but, but I bet ninety percent of their production was Josh Allen rolling left a, a, away from the line of scrimmage and somehow making an unbelievable throw thirty yards down the field. And and it's a highlight reel, and we love it. But you, it's not. There's no way that that guy can keep that up. That's why when they paid him $40 million a year for the next five or however many it is, you just go, well, you better change your style. You better change the game because you, you can't win that way. You can play that way because he's 6'5", 250, and he's, he's a grown man. He he might be able to stay healthy through it. But you're not going to consistently win games with that kind of quarterback play. And and that's what we're seeing now. Uh, you know, last year, it won him a bunch of games. This year, you come down to the, the skin of your teeth, and it's losing them ball games because they can't, they can't sustain drives. They can't do anything consistent so it's the same old same old and it's why i picked him to fall off and so i'm gonna pat myself on the back and say i was right to this point kudos let's shift gears to football uh arkansas is just about three weeks a little less than three weeks away from their bowl game what's happening right now and when you were in this situation what are things you were working on at this point well i mean you're working on just staying tuned in i mean at, at, at this point this far away from a game you know it's it, it's hard to it's not hard to want to go to practice but but you're there's there's a, a lot of it's go to practice, hang out with the fellas, the young dudes, get a lot of the work, and 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 the coaches are really dialed. In. Now they're keeping everybody corralled and keeping everybody in tuned. And we may be working, you know, there are our two minute offense that we're gonna that we're gonna install against, um, you know, that we're gonna we're gonna game plan against Penn State, or you know, we may be getting an early look at their defense and and what they're what they're doing defensively. As as starters, but for the most part, man, we're going out there, and for once, practice is slow motion. I mean, practice. Yeah, you get some throws in, you get your work in, but but it's not the pressure packed, um, you know, Tuesday practice and the pressure packed Wednesday practice, and then the pressure packed perfect Thursday. Don't let the ball hit the ground, kind of practice. You know, it's it's more laid back. It's more for me. It was more about the young dudes getting reps and talking them through the situation and, and, and trying to help them develop as much as they can. I'll tell you one thing that better be going on at Arkansas right now is K.J. Jefferson better be sitting back, one, getting healthy, 
But number two, he, he better be sitting back talking to that young quarterback and, and, and helping him uh, develop because he's outside of being able to run like a deer, he's got some serious development to do. I thought you were going to say K.J. needs to be uh, working with that young wide receiver and finding a new uh, new number one target over the next three weeks. <laughs> well, that, you know, that's, that's a good point. I mean, that, that, that's, that's a really good point, Wes. You've got, you got a lot of guys that, that can that – can, step up and possibly fill that role and they're going to have to step up. They're going to be given the opportunity in the bowl game to, to you know, they're going to have to spread around another, I don't know how many targets, uh, uh, I don't know how many targets Burke was averaging on the year, but I'm going to guess it was 10 to 12, maybe even more. Um, so there's 10 or 12 targets in the pass game that somebody else is going to have, is going to be given the opportunity. And there is a, there, there, there is a perfect point with that KJ Jefferson and his receivers can go to practice for a week and literally, simply work on chemistry. You know how how does how does how do start? That's one thing I, I was we were always great at it, it when I was at Arkansas. Is I had a bunch of receivers that would work tirelessly with me, and I mean I could throw blindfolded the, the simple things, the hitches, the slants, feet cut out, the the curls, you know, the digs to a certain extent. Man, I mean anything that was timing and rhythm throw, I could I could damn sure throw blindfolded to Anthony Lucas. Um, but, but I mean, I could almost throw him blindfolded to, to my top five or six receivers. And so that's what K.J. Jefferson needs to be working on. If we're going to pinpoint something that specific, I agree with you, Wes. There's, there's a need there, an opportunity for somebody to step up, and K.J. needs to be on the same page with these guys. All right, Clint, good stuff. Thank you for the time. We will check you next week. All right, brother. Y'all be good, man. Go home. All right, Clint Sterner. Kicking it with us. Thank you to, again, Motorsports Authority. We appreciate him on the Brandon Moving and Storage Hotline.